Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Footnotes. I'm Paul, along with my co-host, Jonah. What's up, guys? We wanted to make a quick intro to our new podcast. The Footnotes is all about positive and interesting stories. In a world chock full of negative news, we wanted to bring a fresh breath of air to your week. Enjoy. Baseball is back. I think that I speak for every sports fan when I say that the idea of sports returning is something that we are all excited about. Commissioner Rob Manfred has implemented a 60-game schedule, and the run of baseball will go until September 27th, and at that point is when the standard playoff structure will begin taking place. You know, it's, it's a way for people to escape from, you know, the harsh realities of today, and it's something that brings a lot of people together. So I think it's safe to say that a lot of people are very excited for it. I mean, what's more American than baseball? Exactly. Nothing. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I don't, when I think American, I think baseball, I think barbecuing, burgers and hot dogs, you know, that, that's where my mind goes. So. Exactly. So I'm excited. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm very excited. One of the interesting rules here that I made note of was all teams, including the National League, will have designated hitters. That's actually, I think that's amazing because I think all players need to play. And I always thought it was kind of odd. It's definitely been weird. And I never really understood the argument for having the National League have the pitchers hit in the American League having that the designated hitters i never understood why it wasn't just one way or the other right some people argued that it was because it gives variety to the game and it forces pitchers and other players to adapt to their circumstances dependent upon the league they were in but i just i i i think it'll be very interesting to see how the national league teams stack up in terms of designated hitters I agree. And like I said before, baseball is really a, not only is it an American sport, but it, it it's really going to provide an escape for these, you know, strange and just crazy times. What do you think, Paul? I think it's a, it's a great release. I mean, that's why um, me and you created this podcast is to share um, important and great news and great stories. So we wanted to provide positive news and I think you know store sports starting up again is very positive for everybody just to get rid of um, what's going on in today's world and it's mm-hmm. a great release I mean it's an American icon and it's, it's great to be back I can say from myself as a huge sports fan and a huge baseball fan I am truly excited to see the great American pastime come back to the to the world Basically. Let's go Diamondbacks. Uh, No, let's go Dodgers. Let's get that right. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Wait, do you hear that? Wine fairies. I know this may sound weird, but a bunch of people dressed as fairies are leaving alcohol and treats on people's doorsteps. So apparently fairies collect addresses and wine lists from people in their neighborhood. And they basically get all the things on the list and they make a run for it. What they do is they pull up to the house. They run out of their cars, leave it on the doorstep and basically doorbell ditch and run away. 
the the people get all the stuff they want. And I think this is actually a very positive thing that's going on right now. Um, a bunch of people are stuck in home dealing with COVID and a lot of people who are sick of COVID can't get out and get things that they like. So these groups of fairies are popping up all across the nation now and into a bunch of different communities. And they are making actually wait lists because it's becoming so big. Groups are getting in the tens of thousands. So the wait lists are getting even longer and longer. So if you want to get onto the wine fairies list, make sure you look up on Facebook, a local wine fairy group and you can maybe get on their wait list. Maybe some fairies can come stop by your door and give you some treats. Yeah, man, that sounds like an awesome way to bring some positivity to this, frankly, mad world that we're currently living in. And you're exactly right. You know, there are people who, due to COVID, due to pre-existing medical conditions or age, it's just not safe for them to go out. And I love what these wine fairies are doing. I think it's bringing some necessary cheer to these people's lives. Right. I mean, it's great. It's a great, refreshing sense of positivity. And it's, it's great to see, and I hope it continues. So make sure you get, get out there and get online and hop on the wait list because they're getting huge. Beautiful. So, Paul, I, I, I know I shared this story with you before we start recording, but I, whenever I read this story, just it brings a smile to my face. So the the title of it is the Af- an Afghan interpreter responsible for saving lives over in Afghanistan and Iraq has celebrated his first Fourth of July as a U.S. citizen. Just some background: this man's name is Janice Shinwari, and I really apologize if I got that wrong. Janice Shinwari. And his family celebrated their first 4th of July as American citizens. So this man, he worked for eight years as an interpreter for the U.S. military. He saved upwards of five American lives for sure, if not more. And thankfully, because, and Paul, I don't know if you know this, but the interpreters over in Afghanistan and Iraq, if the Taliban finds out that they are working with the U.S. They are sent death threats and their families sent death threats. So a lot of them try to make their way over to the United States after they're done helping our military over there. Thankfully, uh, one of the soldiers that he, whose life he saved was so grateful that he was able to help expedite The process of getting Janice and his family over here to the United States and safe away from those who might wish to do them harm. And this just, and this last note just really speaks to who Janice is as a person and his heart, his servant's heart. This soldier who helped to get him over here to America set up a GoFundMe for him so that they could start their life out here in America on the right foot. And Janice refused. Him and his wife refused the GoFundMe money, and instead of using it for their own, they set up a nonprofit that is dedicated to bringing other interpreters and their families to the U.S. Okay, that's that's officially amazing. I mean, God bless him and his family Amen, for sure. Amen. Amen. So yeah, when I saw the story, I just I I really wanted to share it and just bring attention to the fact that this man, who already helped the U.S. in its 
in its strive to bring freedom to the Middle East. That when he came here, he didn't take the GoFundMe money for himself. He instead turned it around and is trying to help his fellow interpreters. And I, I just, I really commend this man. And I'm really happy that he now is a U.S. citizen, him and his family. And I'm happy that they are here safely. I second that. That is a great story. Thank you, Jonah. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our podcast. We're trying to make these episodes come out weekly, preferably on Monday. We're also striving to publish fun and quality content, so keep your ears open for new episodes coming out. This is something that we've always wanted to do, and we appreciate you joining us on our first episode. Please excuse any discrepancies. This is our first episode, and we're striving to make it as best as possible. Mm -hmm.